The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Wow, plenty happening, plenty to unpack. But what is transpiring in Israel at the moment? Welcome back. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Great to have you on board again. Great to be here. I missed you guys yesterday. Oh, we all missed you, Rolene. You are loved very much by the team. Anyway, um, it certainly has been an action. Well, uh, Israel packed uh, show so far. Into we've uh, had uh, two. I had an interview already as to what is going on on the ground uh, regarding the Janin uh, situation and, of course, what transpired today. All the updates on Janin as the second day of clashes continues. Rolene, over to you. What is happening right now? Before we get to Janine, let's talk about the terror attack that happened in Tel Aviv just a couple of hours ago. At least eight people have been wounded in what was both a stabbing and car ramming attack. And news just in from Ynet, one of the victims who is in serious condition, very serious condition, is pregnant. So what we do know in North Tel Aviv on Pincha Street, a palace... Sorry, Rolene, are you there? Oh, boy, we seem to have lost the signal. Uh, we're trying to get Rolene back on the line. Seems the gremlins are getting up to their usual antics uh, in studio right now. But if you've just joined us, welcome to the 101.9 High FM Afternoon Overdrive. Uh, it looks as if we've got Rolene back on the line. Rolene, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, Rolene, we've got you back loud and clear. Okay, you were too. Uh, okay. Go ahead. You were so talking talk right. Let's talk about the the big story today, and that is the terror attack that happened in North Tel Aviv just a a couple of hours ago. Uh, Conflicting reports, some reports say seven injured, some say eight injured, but what we do know is that a 23-year-old Palestinian from the village of As Samu, which is close to Hebron, um, entered into Israel. There are also conflicting reports whether he was in Israel with a legal permit. Um, some reports are saying that he was in Israel on a medical permit suffering from a terminal disease. He rammed his truck into pedestrians, in, in, you know, enjoying a cup of coffee, walking the, the, the street in North Tel Aviv and has uh, seriously wounded or injured a few. One of those who are um, seriously injured is reported to be a pregnant woman in very serious condition. This is according to Wanet. Uh, police are also saying that uh, he apparently stole the car from his employer. We don't know if the employer was uh, Palestinian or Israeli. Uh, Magin Davida Dom reporting that there are others injured, uh, two others in serious condition and the rest moderate to light condition. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, he was neutralized at the scene, I think, by a passerby who, who was armed. And Hamas, of course, have celebrated this, saying that this is a victory and revenge for what is happening in Jenin. So let's go to Janine. Let's discuss the, the situation there. What we know there is a uh, counter-terror operation that started in the early hours of yesterday morning. Now, according to our Defence Minister, Yoav Galant, the IDF are meeting their goals. Uh, but what is quite frightening and what really changes the dynamic is that a short while earlier, the IDF reported about 11 
roadside bombs that they had wow. to detonate. Now, we haven't seen this kind of, of warfare. We know very much that we are dealing with, um, uh, with Iran, basically Iran's encroachment in Jenin. And I just want to clarify something for our listeners. Jenin is not a refugee camp. According to the Oslo Accord Agreement, Jenin is a city, a Palestinian city, under the, uh, the remit of the Palestinian Authority. However, they've lost control over the, the, the city, and that has created a power vacuum, which has allowed terror groups to, to infiltrate. And we know that over the last, uh, well, since the beginning of the year, 28 people have been killed in terror attacks. Uh, one of them, at least a, a Italian national, several others, uh, U- Ukrainian nationals, and the rest all Israeli. Now, um, at least 16 of those terror attacks can be linked directly to the city of Jenin, which is a hotbed of incitement. Now, we have had uh, the international community weighing in, the White House releasing a statement saying that they support Israel's right to defend uh, ourselves. Britain's Prime Minister Rishi Sunak also today saying that while he implores the IDF to protect the uh, innocent civilians, yeah, Britain stands uh, behind Israel's right to, to defend herself against terror. There have been some reports of evacuations, and I want to be clear on that as well. The Palestinian media reporting that the IDF had issued an evacuation order. The IDF saying they have not issued an evacuation order, but uh, have allowed uh, Palestinians in uh, parts of Jenin to exit safely and, and, and unimpeded in any way. Also, we have to look at the massive weapons caches that the IDF has uncovered. Uh, They have taken out uh, several terror nets using drones. Um, They've also arrested about, um, uh, or or at least dozens of of terrorists. Uh, Palestinian Health Ministry reporting 10 Palestinians killed. They are all um, members of terror organizations. Those uh, names and images have been released. About a hundred uh, wounded, some of them evacuated to Israeli hospitals. We do have accounts of IDF medics on the ground treating um, injured Palestinians, you know, innocent mm-hmm. bystanders who, who may have been caught in the crossfire. But the IDF are emphatic that this is a counter-terror operation to root out terrorism. There is uh, no desire to uh, occupy uh, Jenin. There is no desire to challenge the Palestinian Authority. Uh, We're just there to root out terror. This has been over a year in the planning. Rolene, I was seeing reports earlier on that authorities believe that this will take some days now to resolve. I guess this is what you and I are going to be chatting about uh, as of now until Thursday. Let's see how things transpire. On this issue, we've got to move on now to the UK government passing bills, or a bill, am I correct, uh, plural or singular, barring public bodies from boycotting Israel. What's happening well, there? Well, this is something that I think we spoke about a couple of weeks yes. ago, which was a bill proposed by Michael Gove. Uh, the uh, secretary in charge of intergovernmental relations. Now, he proposed a bill which prohibits any local councils 
from making decisions to boycott any countries that are not formally sanctioned by the government of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, it, it involves uh, a special protection for Israel. And he says because of the anti-Semitic language that surrounds us. Now, it passed its second because there are some conflicting reports on that as well. Uh, some reporting that it's gone through and some reporting that it still has one more reading to go through. Uh, what we do know is that at, with 268 to 70, um, the bill was passed in its second um, reading, and uh, that all of the Labour MPs uh, abstained from voting or voted mm-hmm. against it, while we have a majority of Conservatives and other parties members voting in favor. So it, it's quite a landmark ruling. Um, uh, you know, uh, there has been some criticism, uh, some saying that it's stymieing free speech, but judging by some of the comments made by Labour MPs with regards to terror attacks on Israel and uh, the military operation in Jenin, I'm not surprised that they opted out of voting in favor. Some of their comments have been just Ludicrous. Right, really, what, just one minute left to just fit in one quick subject. Israel to send a massive delegation to the United Nations Climate Change Convoy. Yes, so this is COP28 taking mm-hmm. place in uh, Dubai later this year. Right. And Israel, led by uh, the, the president and the prime minister, will take about a thousand delegates. So they'll be from startups and companies and academics and various governmental ministries and investors, Israel very much wants to be a a leader in helping to combat the challenges that uh, are facing the the climate today. Indeed. Let's see, Israel. Let's uh, look forward to Israel's contribution to this uh, conference. And I'm sure Israel's got much to teach and much to exhibit and much to let everybody know what Israel can lend to uh, climate change and how to combat it. So, Rolene, Great to have you back on board. Great chatting to you once again. Thanks so much for joining us. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel.